Hello and welcome to episode 423 of the Veg Grower podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my back garden. Now coming up today I am talking about how I protect my plants over winter and that's just around the corner it's going to drop a very cold soon but before that of course we have the diary it is friday the 12th of november 2021 today and i am just in my garden at home which is where i have been today now we have had actually some pretty miserable weather come through today bit of rain but um I made the most of it. I did manage to venture out into the garden as and when I could. Now, I've got to admit, actually, throughout this week, what we've been off of work for um, annual leave, I've spent quite a bit of time out in the garden during the week, but not doing much. Just, I think, pottering is what they called it. We just wander out in the garden, do a few minutes, literally a few minutes, and then pop back in. So, nothing too strenuous, just keeping on top of the weeds. Well, doing a bit of weeding, I guess I should say, not so much keeping on top of the weeds. But what I've done today, now, with the chickens being kept in their coop for the winter months, it's um, meant that I can now take down the fence that I have around my beds. Now, these beds are... They're pretty decent size, but I put a fence around them to stop the chickens from getting into them. And it was just a bit of chicken wire held up in some cases. Gotta admit, they're not the most prettiest looking things, but they did the job. And now the chickens are locked up and I don't need them. I've taken them down. It makes the garden look a bit better, look a bit bigger. But also it just means that I can get into the beds a bit better and tidy them up a lot better. Like around the edges, we had a lot of long grass because I couldn't strim there properly and things like that. So now with the the fences out the way, that should open that up. And it gives me the chance over this next few weeks with the chickens in the coop to start thinking about building something a little bit better. I don't think these need to be so high, these fences. At the moment, they come up to above my waist. I probably need something only sort of knee height. Um, So I've just got to think about this and see what we can do. Right, so that's what I've been up to today. It is Saturday the 13th of November 2021 today and I am down on the allotment. Quite quiet down here today actually, it's quite nice. Now what have I been doing today? Well, I started off with my usual walk around just checking on a few things, seeing what needs doing, anything desperate. And what I've noticed is that my butternut squashes, the plants have definitely all gone back and died back. So I've harvested those. I've got four good sized butternut squashes and some, a couple of these are actually pretty damn big. So I'm pretty happy with those and that should hopefully keep us going for a while longer yet. So that's great. I'm pleased to say we have butternut squashes. Now I followed this up by digging over out a few potatoes from the final potato bed, the main crop beds. Again, these have done really well, I've got to say. I'm pleased to see what we're getting out of these beds. And uh, potatoes, again, have been a bit of a success this year. So um, I'm enjoying that. I'm very, very pleased with myself for that. 
Now, after that, I've just continued hiding up. I've cleared out more weeds, although my compost bin is now completely full. So I desperately need to build a new compost bin. But a lot of the clippings that I took down last week, I've had to tidy those up and just get everything looking a little bit neater and tidier, which I've done. And uh, hopefully it's going to lead on to making the allotment a bit better. Pleased to say my onions, more of those have germinated and they're pretty much looking like they've all germinated. And the same with the garlic, they're doing well. The elephant garlic hasn't germinated just yet. That takes a while, but um, what we have got is looking good. The shallots, however, they aren't quite there. Uh, they haven't germinated yet anyway. I should have got some more shallots, but I haven't been out to a garden centre this week. But um, I can do that next week, never mind. And uh, what I've also done, just re forgot about this, you may recall last week I said I took down the sweet corn because they were finished and overdone with. I had some cardboard and I've just laid that over the old sweet corn bed and now I'm just going to throw more compost down on top of this so that is ready for the growing season. So yes, a bit of a productive but short day on the allotment but uh, we're moving forward and uh, I'm really excited to be feeling like this allotment is coming together nicely over this winter. <coughs> It is Sunday the 14th of November 2021 today. I'm just in my podding shed at home. And this is my main shed my, that I do a lot of my growing in. I think I said last week I'm looking at rearranging things and tidying things up a little. Which I've done a bit today actually. I had a bit of a, a sort out and getting rid of stuff that I don't use. I'm, I'm finding myself moving more and more onto a more minimalist sort of outlook. Now, it's it's not easy for me to throw things out. And in fact, I don't like throwing things out because it's very wasteful, in my opinion. But what I've realised is that I end up collecting stuff for ages and ages that I probably don't really need. So I'm adopting the whole thing. If I haven't used it in a year, it is going and I've been throwing a lot of things out to make some room now the idea here is that once I've made room and worked out what I really do need then I can sort of say to myself right this is the amount of space I need and readapt my shelving units for that to react in the not too distant future I've also rearranged my stuff for my live show this is something I do on a Sunday which brings me up quite nicely to what my next part that I've been doing today is now tonight's live show that goes out I do a live show every 6 p.m on a Sunday that's UK 6 p.m or GMT and what we do on that is well, it's a bit of a chat about gardening and have a bit of fun and what have you. Tonight we are starting a chilli grow-along. So I'm sowing a few packets of chilli seeds. And I've just had to go through my seeds and find out what I actually have in order to figure out what I can say sell. So, let me get my words out. So the varieties I've chosen, I've got a hot habanero, one of my favourites, a cayenne and also Anaheim which is a, a very popular variety of chili seeds and then a bit later on this will be after the live show I'm also going to be selling sowing some golden cayenne now these are it's probably a little bit early in some ways to say well it's not too early actually 
people might think it's too early to sow chili seeds but I sow them now because I find that chilies like a long growing period particularly the hot chilies so I start them off about now or well, some of them I start now I'll do some more in December and January and February so going on throughout the year and what I find by starting them off now I've got them inside the shed in a heated propagator or they will go in a heated propagator I should say under grow lights so they stay warm and just gets us off to an earlier start and like I say we get earlier chilies we get better chilies and we actually get chilies that fully ripen before the cold weather comes in so yeah that that's why i do it now if you i should say if you haven't got heated propagators or grow lights like i have you can do it on a warm windowsill above a radiator or something there's no harm in that but um I, i'm lucky i know and i do use these to my advantage i'm actually thinking of getting a different heated propagator at some point that has grow lights included if i can just find the right one Right, so that's what I'm up to today. It is Monday the 15th of November 2021 and I'm back in the podding shed like I was last night. Now what am I doing in here today? Well I'm just quickly checking over my winter protection that I have in here. This is something that we're going to be talking about in just a moment uh, in the main subject for this podcast. So I don't need to go into it too much. But all I'm doing today is just checking that it's here, checking that it's ready, because I've read that we're going to be in, in for some very cold weather. So that is it for this week's diary section. Please do let me know what you've been up to in your own allotments, your own gardens. Be great to hear from you. Uh, I'll be back in just a moment in the studio, but before that, let's have one of my commercial adverts. A few months ago, I launched the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content. And we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running. And more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to the vegroundpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Well, recently I received a question about what cloches I use, as they tend to feature a lot as we go into these cooler winter months. It's a fair question. There are absolutely hundreds of different cloches on the market. But what I thought I would do is just try and expand on this question a bit more, just to share how I go about protecting my plants in a little more detail 
over this coming period. Now, my first method to protect some of my tender plants is just to simply move them into my greenhouse. This is possibly one of the most simplest ways to protect my plants. And I'll make it even easier by growing certain plants like my bananas or my dahlias into pots just so that they can easily be moved into and out of the greenhouse. Now the greenhouse generally is pretty good for protecting these plants and unless it gets exceptionally cold they will survive the winter. I do try and check on them regularly and although watering is reduced a lot throughout these months I try not to let the compost dry out completely. Now I don't really prepare my greenhouse in any way other than making sure there is enough space for it but I do have a pretty mild weather where I am. However I do know that some other gardeners they will cover the inside of their greenhouse with bubble wrap just to add that extra layer of insulation. To be fair, this may not be a bad idea for me to do anyways. It just might raise that temperature of that greenhouse a few degrees, which could mean I could actually start growing some lettuce or something a little bit earlier in there or just get things started. And of course, if you've got a heater, it could save a few quid as well on heating costs. Now, personally, I don't have a greenhouse heater. I did try one a couple of years ago, a paraffin one, but it wasn't very successful. And I just don't feel I have the need for a greenhouse heater. Now, before I got the luxury of a greenhouse, I still had to protect some of my plants over winter. And this often involved wrapping plants in fleece or fleece jackets. Fleeces itself isn't all that expensive to buy. I've had a look on Amazon and a two meter by five meter sheet of fleece costs about $12.99. And I just simply wrapped that around my plants, added a bit of rope to hold it together and held it into place. Fleece jackets are actually much easier. They're a lot like a, a bag made out of fleece that is just simply slid over the plant. They can be more expensive and something that I got caught out once is that I bought a fleece jacket but it was too small for the plant that I was trying to protect so I wasted my money. Now while fleece is reusable and it can last many years it does need to be stored correctly. Again what I found in the past when I've pulled my fleece out to use it which is why I was checking on it earlier on today the fleece has fallen apart from where a mouse decided to choose some of the material to make a nest from it. So the greenhouse and wrapping fleece around my plants is how I protect my larger plants. I think that's probably a, a good way of describing it, my larger plants. But my smaller plants, now they could be in my beds or something like that. I could just lay the fleece over the beds and that will act like a duvet to retain some heat. But I tend to use cloches. Now my main cloches I actually inherited from my granddad and they involve a metal hoop frame which a piece of corrugated plastic is slid under to make a tunnel and these fit nicely onto my beds. Now these act almost like a tiny greenhouse. They warm the soil, protect many plants, lettuce or many young cabbages which tend to grow under leaves in straight rows they will be fine under there over the next few months. I 
love these, not just because they are or were my granddad's, but because they are easy to use, easy to remove and check on the plants, easy to pop back on over, and they tend to last and stand the test of time. They are probably older than me, so I think that just goes to show just how well these last. Now, I've had a look to try and find anywhere selling anything similar, and the only place I could find was a website called lavenderandlinks.co.uk, who she makes her own up, or her dad makes her own up. I've, I've watched Lavender and Links on YouTube many times, uh, and she's built a business up out of this, and I, that's the only place I can find anything similar to these ones that I've inherited from my granddad's. Now, I did find some other products that were kind of similar, but more modern. I like my older stuff. I like my older tools, my older cloches. But these were completely made out of plastic, and they come from Thompson & Morgan. And basically, they're a plastic U-shaped tunnel that just simply goes over the, the plants or onto the beds, held down with pegs. They seem pretty good. I've got no experience from them in my lifetime, but they look pretty good and I think they will do the job. Now, I've also got a lot of grow tunnels. Now, these are like tiny little poly tunnels, although they can come in fleece or netting too. And these can be bought pretty cheaply. They can last a long time, but what I find the real advantage of these is that they are easy to store as they simply just fold away into the bag. Now, generally speaking, you've got a collection of hoops that go into the ground, metal hoops with the plastic or the fleece or the netting in between, and you stretch these out, pot them into place, pot in the hoops into the ground. They are pretty good, but they're generally used in the sort of early springtime, just as everything's starting to warm up. I'm not quite sure they can handle something like heavy snow or strong winds, but they're worth mentioning and like I say they are easy to store which does have a slight advantage over the cloches that I've inherited from my granddad. Now something that I've also used in the past and I've made these is the bell jar cloche. These are easy to make you just cut the bottom off a clear drinks bottle and use it as a cloche pot it over your plant and you know you can buy them but you can make them as well. The bigger of a bottle, of course, the better in some ways. In fact, the best one that I made was actually from a glass Demi John bottle that had cracked. I learned how to get a clean cut on the bottle using a bottle cutter and hot water. It was pretty fun, pretty easy to do, but can be quite dangerous. So if you do want to do this or you have an old Demi John that needs, uh, needs to take the bottom off, go watch some YouTube videos to find out how to do it the great thing with the demijohn is that it was a good size to use as a bell jar cloche it could fit over some sort of not quite small but not large plants but just the right size and of course bell jar cloches are are great because while i find they lend themselves nicely the grow tunnels that i mentioned earlier they for are for rows whereas these bell jars are for individual plants or where you can't fit a grow tunnel so that is how i go about protecting my plants and in fact i've started doing it now end of october is when i start thinking about protecting my plants potting plants into the greenhouse or cover them in fleeces and so on and so on 
I've started it already and pretty much everything now is set up and into place. The only thing I've got to do is get my granddad's cloches out and pot them into place and sow some lettuce underneath them, which that'll be fantastic to see how they get on. But if you've got anything that you do differently, then please do let us know. It'd be great to find out how everybody else goes about protecting their plants throughout these winter months. You can email me, richard at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk. You can head to the website at vegegrowerpodcast.co.uk, leave me a voicemail or leave a comment on the bottom of a blog post. Or you can find me on social media, just search for the Veg Grower Podcast. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that sort of thing. Just hit me up, send me a picture, send me a, a, a communication, whatever it is be great to hear from you we also have a VegGrow podcast group which you can find on facebook again that's a great place to chat should you feel the need to as well well that is it for this week we will be back again next time so until then please take care <laughs>